Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. You're listening to a message from the Poimano, bringing you the very best from the vast teaching archive of healing evangelist, best-selling author, and mega church pastor Dag Heward Mills. Phanerosis is a Greek word which means the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. In our message this Monday, Dag Heward Mills teaches you how you can increase in both the Holy Spirit and the Spirit of Wisdom in your own Christian walk. So grab your Bible and notebook or iPad and get ready to receive as we listen to today's teaching. Father, we are grateful for an opportunity this evening to be in your presence, Lord. We pray, Lord, for the spirit of revelation, spirit of wisdom, and we ask, O Lord, that you would help us, Lord, to flow with your spirit, to walk in your spirit, and to receive all that you have for us from your throne room. We ask for the blood to cover and to speak on our behalf before the throne. Thank you for mercies and gifts that are given to us today. In the name of Jesus, amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Are you glad to be at Phanerosis? Isaiah chapter 11. Hallelujah. Now, phanerosis, um, okay, hold on to Isaiah 11 and just let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Just keep your hand at Isaiah. We will be back there. All right. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Amen. Concerning spiritual gifts, I would not have you ignorant. God is saying here that he does not want us to be ignorant at all of his spiritual gifts. Amen. That is gifts that come from God that are not physical things. Amen. Gifts that come from God that are not physical gifts like money or houses or lands. How many want lands and houses? From the Lord. Alright. That is one of the things that the Lord gives. He gives us physical things which we can, we can hold. We can handle. We can touch. We can feel. He gives us husbands. He gives us wives. He gives us children. He gives us wealth. Blessings. But there is a group of things which God gives. Which are not physical. But they are very important. Because this Physical things that we see are made out of things we do not see. 
Are you listening to me? The, the, the life that you live and the breath that you breathe that keeps you going and the energy that you have comes from things that are, cannot be seen to the, to the naked eye. And so the Bible tells us that the things that we see are made out of things that are not see, seen. And so there is a very important group of blessings that come from our Heavenly Father. And this group of blessings are in the spiritual category. In other words, they are not physical things. They are not like maybe a car or a telephone or a mobile phone or something. Just spiritual. It's in the realm of the spirit. It is unseen. It's intangible. And it's a very powerful blessing that God has for his people. Can I have an amen? So God is saying that in verse 1, concerning these spiritual gifts, I would not have you ignorant. And that is why I think that it is appropriate um, to teach on um, the manifestation of spiritual gifts. Just excuse me a moment. Pause this thing. Listen, God gives to us that are not physical. He does not want us to be ignorant. Why does God not want us to be ignorant? Because when you are ignorant about something, you do not know about its existence, and then you do not know about how it works, you do not know about its benefits, you do not know about so many important things that uh, can benefit you in that um, gift that is given to you. Just like Um, you may have a video, you may have a television, you may not know most of the things on the TV we don't use. Do you have the same experience? I don't know how to record my video when, when there's a program on TV. I don't know how to do it. I've had a video for many years, but I still don't know how to do that thing. So most of the things that we have, we do not use, you know. And so many benefits that we could have had, we do not have because we just don't know about them or how they work what they are about, and so on. And so, we as uh, Christians need to know as much as we can. Verse 2. You know that you were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. Amen. I believe that most Christians do not know much about the Spirit of God and much about the workings of the Spirit of God. And if indeed we knew as much as we think we know, our lives would be very very different. So I think that it's a good thing for us to have an occasion like this where we can talk about the Spirit of God and the manifestations of the Spirit. The word phanerosis means manifestations. Verse 4. It says, now there are diversities of gifts but the same Spirit. And there are differences of administrations but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, 
that it is the same God which worketh all in all. Alright, but verse 7 says, But the manifestation of anerosis of the Spirit is given to every man to profit withal. Hallelujah. Now, I believe very strongly that God gives us His Spirit to benefit all of us. Is that not so? And that He really wants to help us, you know, in His church. Now, there's a difference between the, the church, right, and let's say a classroom full of students at the University of Ghana. Because I'm speaking, I'm teaching, I'm talking. There are people who stand in the lecture halls and talk like I am speaking. And they have a congregation or a group of people listening to them. But what is the difference between that and this? The difference between that and this is the spirit. That is what differentiates myself from any other motivational speaker. I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm a pastor. I'm teaching the word of God. All right, but there are a whole lot of people who are very motivational and very inspiring. When they speak, you will be lifted up, you'll be encouraged, you will feel like doing something, you will feel that the world can be taken by you. Is that not so? And so, what is the difference between coming to church and listening to the word of God being taught? It is the spirit. So the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit is a very important part of the word of God and of the church and the work of God. And until we put the Holy Ghost in the right place, in the right category, and we put him at the right corner, as it were, of our lives, we are never going to really fully experience what God has for us. Now, I believe with all my heart that during these three days or four days, we are going to experience the Spirit of God in the way He wants us to experience Him. How many believe that? Do you believe that? And by the time we are going out of this place, we are going to have the touch of God and the power of God on our lives in a very special way. Hallelujah. Now, I want to say this because sometimes we feel that God should move in a particular way. So we program our minds expecting him to move in a particular way. Now when he starts to move in another way, we immediately don't recognize him. And we immediately discount that move and say, that's not God. God is coming through the left channel. But God has decided to move to the right channel today. So I'm saying that do not program your mind that this is what is going to happen. And that means that God is moving or that means that God is going to touch me or God has touched me. But be open to receive intentionally whatever God has for us. One of the things that I have discovered is that God is not a formula. He is not a formula that you can program. He is not a computer program that works. When you do this, 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 then this happens. When you do ABC, you press F7 or F4 or F3, then this will happen. You know, that is why we preach healing, but we still see people sick. That's why we preach life and we still see people dying all around us because God is not a formula if he were a formula then that formula could be applied and every dying person would live if God was a formula then that formula could be applied and every sick person would live 
If God was a formula, everyone could apply that formula and God would move. If God was a formula, we could apply that formula and God would be forced to move because he is a formula or he works by a formula. But God is greater than your formula and my idea. He is far superior to our programs and our thinking. And, and he intentionally moves away from our programs. And that is why sometimes I also sense the need to move away from certain rigid programs that we have sort of begun to program in our mind that this is how God is going to work. That is why most people don't recognize the move of God whenever it comes. Because maybe it comes through a tree-speaking, illiterate prophet, you, whom you don't recognize. Whom you don't approve of. And so, you are left out because you were expecting him to come through Trinity College. Or you were expecting him to come through ABMTC. Now he's also decided to pass another route to come to bless us. And so we have programmed our mind that this is the way he's going to come. That is why, for instance, this year we are not going to have a shepherd's camp. Because I realize that it's becoming a formula. It's becoming another program for the program's sake and not for the essence of the thing of what God is going to do or God wants to do with his people. You see, and so many times we come with that programmed mind, ritualistic formula. Say one, two, three, then four, five, and six will happen. But I have come, God has shown me over and over and over and over and over again that he is not a formula. That if I laid hands on somebody yesterday and the person got healed, it's true, I believe that I'll lay hands on a person, another person tomorrow, and the person will get healed. But I've seen myself lay hands on people who don't get healed. Just to show me that God is not a formula, and God is not forced to go by the formula that I think he must go by. Oh yes. And that is why God has said, carefully, there are diversities. 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 Thank God that there are diversities. But we are so different. Even a husband and a wife, a man and a woman are so different that you even wonder why men are supposed to marry women. (laughs) Because they are so different in the way they think. All have brains but are thinking on different channels. Are you listening to me? Alright. So, there are diversities of gifts but the same spirit there are differences of administration. So that is even when we decide to go in the same spirit and the same gift, the way it will be administered will be different in many cases. This is what God is trying to tell us. And then there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. Diversities of operation is speaking of, you know, a, more, a longer, more uh, drawn out process. By which God operates. When you say an operation, or we are going to perform an operation, or do an operation on somebody, it takes some time. You have to do this, do that, do that, do that, do this for some time, do that, do that, do that. And you do several steps together that make up the operation. And the Spirit of God has his operations that he is involved in, in the church, in your life. He has operations to bless you and to heal you. One of the operations is that he will bring you to, to, to salvation, to Christ. Then he will bring you to church. Then he will feed you. Then he will build you up. Then he will anoint you. Then he will raise you up. Then he will anoint you again. Then he will raise you up. Then he will anoint you again. Then he will release you. Then he will send you. Then he will send you an enemy. 
then he will accuse you, then he will bring you down and cause you to feel pain and then you rise up and when you rise up, you are healed. That becomes the authority upon which you begin to minister. But many people don't see God operating and working through so many things. Paul spoke and explained to the people the fact that he had been arrested so many times. He had swam in the sea. He had been beaten so many. That was the basis of his authority. That is where he stood and said, what have you been through? What have you survived? How many times have you been beaten? How many times have you swam in the sea for this same cause? That the fact that I've swam in the sea and I've survived, that gives me a right to say what I'm saying more than you who are sitting down there watching. And so sometimes we don't recognize the operations of the Spirit of God as he takes us through different aspects of our lives and in our life to bring us to an expected place. So be open to the Spirit of God in the different ways that he wants to come to you. Hallelujah. And I believe that God will come to you. God will heal you. Some people will be healed in church just as we have. And I believe that God is going to do wonderful miracles. Hallelujah. How many believe that God is going to touch many people? God, God is going to do many miracles. There are times that he will do a miracle through giving you wisdom. There are times that he will give you a miracle through, through a doctor. There are times that he will heal you. So there are times that he will also remove you from the earth so that you don't fall in future. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. All this. So, but you see, we are, we are so corrupt and so far from God so far from God that often we don't recognize and understand what he's doing. Hallelujah. Now, let's go on. But, verse 7, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit withal. Verse 8, for to one is given by the Spirit the word of foolishness. The word of what? word of wisdom amen and to another the word of ignorance the word of what knowledge amen by the same spirit he's trying to emphasize here that these words of knowledge and wisdom are actually as a result of the presence of the spirit knowledge and wisdom verse 9 to another doubt by the same spirit so faith in itself is a manifestation of the spirit you know people who have faith and believe in supernatural things and believe in God, believe in heaven believe in living for God dying for God is also as a result of the presence of the spirit of God hallelujah we always say faith comes by hearing but the, the spirit of God, the presence of the spirit is sometimes what makes people have faith in the things that they have faith in I believe that it is, it is the spirit of God upon my life that makes me believe so much in heaven. I live my life for heaven. I'm programmed for heaven. I don't care much about this earth. I'm programmed for heaven. I'm thinking about heaven. I'm planning for heaven. I'm teaching about heaven. I'm planning how it will be when I get there. My whole life is oriented towards that day when I arrive. I'm praying that things will be well with me when I get there. I don't want any deficiencies or any problem. I don't want any setbacks when I get there. Whatever has been destined for me, I want to, to be there. And if a good thing has not been destined for me, I want to change the destiny. But that thing that makes you believe in that spiritual 
thing is not everybody who seems to have it. But it is God who can give you, by the presence of His Spirit, faith to even believe. And that is why at this meeting you are going to receive the Spirit without measure. I said you are going to receive the Spirit and the anointing of the Lord. And that anointing and that Spirit upon you is going to make you believe. I said it's going to make you believe. It's going to make you have knowledge. It's going to make you have wisdom. Hallelujah. Let's read on. Chapter 12, verse number 9. And to another, gifts of healing by the Spirit. The, the anointing to heal is also a product of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? And then verse 10. To another, working of miracles. Miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? And to another, the interpretation, uh, kind, diverse kinds of tongues. And to another, the interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh that one and the self same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. Amen. Now turn with me to Isaiah chapter 11. Isaiah chapter 11. Isaiah chapter 11. How many want to receive the manifestations of the Spirit? Do you want the Spirit of God to be upon you? And then if the Spirit of God is upon you, and the manifestation or the effect of the presence of the Spirit of God upon your life, is a very powerful thing that you must believe God for. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. Who is this person? Huh? Who was Jesse? David's father was called Jesse. Is that not so? And then a stem of Jesse, and then a branch shall grow out of his roots. Alright? Who is this branch? Speaking of Jesus. Alright? Now notice verse 2. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. This is the Spirit about whom we are talking the spirit from whom we desire his manifestations or his showing forth hallelujah the showing forth of the spirit of god and the spirit of wisdom and understanding the spirit of counsel and might the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the lord and shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the lord and he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor, and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth, 
and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. And righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins, and faithfulness the girdle of his reins. The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, and the calf with the young, and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. And the cow and the bear shall feed, and their young ones shall lie down together. And the lion shall eat straw like the ox. (laughs) These are all miracles. (laughs) And the suckling child shall play on the hole of the wasp, of the asp. And the weaned child shall put his hand on the cockatrice then. The cockatrice is a viper. And the Bible says the little child will put his hand right where the cockatrice is. Are you there? And they shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain. For the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord. Hallelujah. As the waters cover the sea. And in that day there shall be a root of Jesse. Which shall stand for an ensign of the people. To it shall the Gentiles seek and his rest shall be glorious. Hallelujah. This is a very powerful prediction of Jesus Christ. Amen. Are you listening to me? And in this prediction, we see them predicting how Jesus Christ is going to come. And that when Jesus Christ comes, there is going to be The pouring out of the Spirit of God. Now, in verse 2 and 3, you will notice that the Spirit of God has been divided into seven components. Alright? If you read the book of Revelations, you will see the seven spirits of God being mentioned there more than once. And you will see here, That the seven spirits of God are mentioned. The first one is the spirit of the Lord himself. Whatever that means. The second one is the spirit of wisdom. And then the second is the spirit of understanding. It joins them. You may not know that it is the real. That is what it is. But that's what it is. Then the spirit of counsel. And the spirit of might. And the spirit of knowledge. And the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. And, it's, and, and, it, and this is what it's going to do. It's going to make him quick. Of quick understanding. In the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes. Neither shall he reprove after the hearing of his ears. Can I have an amen? Can I have a better amen? Now I want you to listen carefully. Are you there? All right. The spirit of the Lord is these things here. When you are saying that you want the manifestations of the spirit, it's the manifestation of these things. Do you understand? It's the manifestation of the spirit of the Lord. It's a manifestation of the spirit of wisdom. Again, spirit of understanding. Manifestation of understanding. Manifestation of wisdom manifestation of counsel 
Not stupidity. Amen. Not foolishness. Absurdity. Backwardness. Poverty. No. The spirit of counsel. The spirit of might. Are you listening to me? And the spirit of knowledge. 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 And the spirit of the fear of the Lord. This is the spirit of God. This is what was on Christ. This is what was on Jesus Christ. How many want what was on Jesus Christ to be on you? How many want what, Jesus, what was on Jesus to be on you? This is what was on Jesus. Hallelujah. And this is what we must desire. And so when we are saying that, Oh God, manifest your spirit upon me. We are, you see, I want you to know something. You see, because again, it is also based on our traditional knowledge and understanding of God. We think that when we say the spirit is on somebody, that it is manifested by, let's say, maybe falling down, screaming, shaking, which is true. There is no doubt about that. But that's just a small component. That is the, the, the one which says the spirit of might. Just as a small part. But you will notice that the first thing that comes as a manifestation or that is a component of the spirit is wisdom and understanding. And if you notice the gifts of the spirit, the first one is what? Turn to First Corinthians. You don't believe. Turn to First Corinthians. I want you to see what is the first manifestation that he brings forth over there. In First Corinthians chapter 12, verse number 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit or to benefit us. The essence of the Spirit is to help us and to benefit us. So if at the end of the day we are not helped and we don't benefit, then the, that, that is not the Spirit. What is the first one in verse 8? For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. And what is the second one? To another, the word of knowledge. By what? The same Spirit. So you see straight away that the presence of this mighty spirit is not the presence, just the presence of fallings and shoutings and screamings. But it's the presence of wisdom and the presence of knowledge and presence of counsel and the presence of might and the presence of understanding. Knowledge and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Are you listening to me tonight? Are you understanding what I'm saying tonight? Dear friends, read 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 again. Read 1 Corinthians chapter 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to do what? To do what? To do what? To profit. To profit. To benefit. To help. 
And somebody says, what help? What benefit? The help you need. The help you need is the help he is there to give. Because he, uh, if somebody comes to me and I don't need 5,000 CDs and you come to me and give me 5,000 CDs saying that you are coming to help me. And I tell the 5,000, that's not what I need. You have not helped me. So I have not been helped. If what I need is a car and you give me a car, then you've helped me. If what I need is a phone and you give me 5,000 CDs, there's no phone that I can ring with my 5,000. It's a lot of benefit to me. So when you say God is here to help you, God is here to help you in what you need. But we as human beings are selfish by nature. We are greedy by nature. We are wicked by nature. We are full of shortcut ideas by nature. And so you have a world full of greedy people, selfish people, shortcut oriented men and women trying to make the most out of the least trying to get as much with as little effort as possible and so when god comes along and says i'm going to give you wisdom and knowledge and so on then we move immediately thank you for that idea we want miracles and we want power now but dear friend I want you to know that God's wisdom will bring you to the place that you want. The miracle you want is in the hands of the spirit of wisdom. Hallelujah. Wisdom is the main thing. Turn to Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 4. Let's read verse 7. It says, uh, I say Proverbs. (laughs) Wisdom is the principal thing. It is the main thing. That is why it is mentioned first among the manifestations of the spirit. That is why it is mentioned first among the seven spirits of God. It is the main thing. And must be the main thing for you. When we say it's the main thing, it's not the only thing. It's not the only thing. It's the main thing. That means that there are other things. But this is the main thing. Now with all you're getting, get wisdom, get understanding. That's, That's what it says there. With all, therefore get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. In other words, the more wisdom you have, the more likely you are to be promoted in this life. In other words, as a pastor, the more wisdom I can give you, the more of the spirit of wisdom I can pray for you to have, the more likely that you are going to be promoted in this life. The miraculous financial breakthrough. How many would like God to give you a financial breakthrough through this? I thank you, Father, that you have not left us with, without giving us what we need. I thank you for financial understandings and breakthroughs and miracles and wisdom. Hallelujah. It shall happen and it shall come to pass. By the time we leave here on Friday, I predict in the name of Jesus 
that in your left hand shall be length of days and in your right hand shall be riches and honor you are going to go out of this place with your hands full i said you are going out of this place with your hands full i said you are going out of this place with your hands full because the spirit of god shall be strongly upon you i said strongly upon you i said strongly upon you now anytime there are options we are supposed to choose the important options. I want to say it again. Anytime there are options, we are expected to choose the important option. Anytime there are options, choose the important option. If you don't choose the right option, you will end up at a loss. I'll give you an example. When Solomon was asked by the Lord what he would like to have, he had a choice of choosing so many different things. God said to him, you have not chosen to have the life of your enemies. Some people feel that if all my enemies are dead, then I'm going to make it in this life. But Solomon did not ask for the life of his enemies. Solomon could have asked for money, but God said, you did not ask me for money. Solomon could have asked for long life. The Bible says specifically that God said to him, you did not ask me for money. So at the end of the day, what did Solomon choose? He chose wisdom. And it was like God was saying to him, you chose the right thing. You chose the right thing. And because you chose the right thing, all the other options which you didn't choose will be added unto you free of charge. If you take somebody who is, comes to a house and he's asked, which of these keys would you like to have? And he says, he chooses of all the rooms. He says, this room contains money. This room contains houses. This room contains cars. This room contains aeroplane tickets. This room contains visas. And this room contains wisdom. Which one would you choose? Ruby says she would choose the money, the room with money. How many would choose the room with a visa? A green card to America. Many people would have chosen the green cards. I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest. This evening, if I call you after church and I tell you, choose for yourself one of these things I am going to give to you. And I really put a real option there and I say, there's a real visa. If you choose this, you are going to have a visa to England. If you choose this, you are going to have one million dollars. If you choose this, you are going to have wisdom. If you choose this, you are going to have a house at East Legon. If you choose this, you are going to have four Mercedes-Benz E-Class. If you choose this, I'm going to give you a big piece of land at Kaswa. If you choose this, you are going to have one fishing trawler at Tema Harbor. If you choose this, I'm going to give you shares in Ashanti Goldfields. And if you choose this one, I give you wisdom. Be honest with yourself. Which one will you choose? (laughs) 
I'm giving you shares in Ashanti Goldfield. I'm giving you fishing trawlers. I'm giving you visas, green card. I'm giving you money. One million dollars, Pastor Ishmael. One million dollars. <laughs> okay, what would you choose? It's not easy to choose. Let's be honest. And you see, the reality is that as we sit here, yes, we feel that it's very theoretical because nobody has given you such an offer. But the reality is that that offer is before you all the time. That chance is before you all the time. Every time you go and buy domedo behind the back here and trophy and big pies and mortar guineas and so on and you don't buy a book rather or you don't buy a tape to listen to or you don't rather choose to study the Bible or to read the Bible or to get something that will help you to read the Bible you are choosing something other than wisdom every day you choose every day you choose but you don't know that it is actually the main thing and any time there are options choose the main thing it will lead you to the other things I went so told some pastors who were lay pastors who were struggling in the world I said continue struggling continue following after all these things I am following after the Lord I will get all the things that you are looking for you come and see that I have the things that you are searching for that you don't have but I have them and you wonder that you didn't see me out there searching for it but I'm here and I have it and it has happened Continue searching. Go and find it. I will be here seeking after the Lord and the wisdom of God. You will be out there. Struggle, sweat. And now I'm here seeking after the Lord. (laughs) But ladies and gentlemen, anytime there are options, and there are always options. In secondary school, there were options. When I was in school, there were people who were throwing javelin, short put, running 100 meters, cross country, and also people who are doing academic work. The better option, I can tell you today, basketball and others, the better option are those who chose the academic work. Because today, I went to secondary school almost um, 30 years ago, and (laughs) (laughs) what? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. A lot of people are doing calculations in their minds. <laughs> Almost 30 years ago, I was in secondary school. And I chose academic work. I'm better off today than those who chose running, shot putting, javelin, and what? Table tennis, basketball. And so on. I can play table tennis. I can do everything. But it's not it, it, table tennis has never earned me any money. When you come to church, there are options to choose from again. You come to church, there is power, there is wisdom, there is anointing, there are miracles, there are all sorts of things. Again, there are options. You can come to a church and pick from the church and want the wisdom from the church and pick the wisdom from the church and move off. But there are people who love prayer. I've all, there are always Christians who pray a lot and have no knowledge. 
And there are people who have no knowledge of the word, no knowledge of the power, no knowledge of the wisdom of God. There are always options to choose from. And I'm telling you today that decide that whenever you are given options, choose the right option. And if there is wisdom in the options, choose the wisdom. When it comes to the Holy Ghost, there are options within the Holy Spirit. Because you saw the Spirit, the Spirit of the Lord. Spirit of wisdom, spirit of understanding, spirit of counsel, spirit of might, spirit of knowledge, spirit of the fear of the Lord. (laughs) Again, again, there are options. Again, there are things you can look for, look out for, and search for. And I'm saying to you again, take wisdom. Take the wisdom. Pray for wisdom. There is one thing that has helped me a lot in the ministry, and that is wisdom. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. There are many things that I have done and have achieved. I'm younger than many people that I know. But by the grace of God, God has used me to do so many things. And I pray that he will continue to use me to do more things. Amen. But I tell you that one of the things that has kept me going is the spirit of wisdom. And the spirit of wisdom is an anointing. It's a manifestation. You see, wisdom is the way you think. When the spirit of wisdom is on you, you think in a certain way. When it is not on you, you don't think in that way. You think in another channel. Your channel is wrong. When the spirit of wisdom is on you, you take the, wisdom is the way you think. The way you decide, the way you analyze, how you decide, and the actions you take and the reactions you make are based on the wisdom that you have. You see, wisdom is the way you think. If you read through the Bible, many times you will see this phrase, and I considered I looked out of my window and I saw and I considered. I passed by the field of a a field that was trodden down, that was neglected. And I considered. And then I thought to myself, ABC. You realize that a wise man is thinking in a certain way. But a foolish man passes by that field, it does not occur to him. Anytime I drive through Kolegono and I see the things in this area, a lot of things occur to me. Thoughts begin to come to my mind. When I see our governments running the country, the way they run the country, so many things occur to my mind, but many people don't think. Some people just think to themselves, oh, since this man is a gun man, everything is okay. Since this one is an airway, everything is okay. This one is an Ashanti, so it's okay. That is stupidity and foolishness manifesting itself. Things don't work because somebody has a certain tribe. Or somebody that you because if, if you think that just thinking in terms of tribe, then your mind is not developed. There are many more things that make up a person than a tribe or a color. Amen. And and, and so wisdom goes beyond beyond that. Beyond that. That is why you find that a wise man can support this and can support that. Because he's not he's not supporting based on, on foolish things. Amen. Because the spirit of wisdom makes you analyze. It makes you judge. You see, 
my life is the way it is because of the decisions I took some years ago. Oh, yes. And your life is the way it is today because of how you've been thinking. Oh, yes. The one you married is based on the way you were thinking when you were going to marry. What you were looking for. Some people were looking for passports. So they just marry somebody to get a, a passport. Then they are on a certain trail. Some people are looking for money. You marry somebody thinking that when you marry this person, you are going to get money. I remember one pastor who was thrown out of his house and he was given the clock on the wall. So this is all you brought to this house. Go with it. The chairs are for me. This is for me. This is for me. Everything is for me. Real life story. They gave him the clock. That is what you brought. Perhaps when he was marrying that rich woman, he thought that as he marries this woman, things are going to be well with him in his life. So the way you were thinking is determines how your life is today. There are people who feel that I will do Comso, I will do uh, SAT, SAT, I will do this exam, I will do whatever, and I will go abroad. So because of that way of thinking, they have never taken work in this life in Ghana school seriously. They've never done it seriously because their, their mind is visa. So your life is based on what, how you, you have been thinking. If you are poor, don't be angry. It's also based on your decisions. The Bible says that wisdom is more important than money. The Bible says it is more to be desired than rubies. Now, somebody may ask yourself, why is um, wisdom more important than money? Are you in Proverbs? Look at chapter 8. It says, for wisdom is better than rubies. And all the things that are, that may be desired are not to be compared with it. Proverbs 8 verse 11. Have you found it? Let's all read it together. Ready, go. For wisdom is better than rubies. And all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. Proverbs chapter 3. Look at chapter 3. Verse Proverbs 3, many people just know the part about tithing and trust in the Lord. But from verse 11 onwards in Proverbs 3, um, you begin to find a whole lot of things about wisdom. From verse 13, it says, Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver. And the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies. And all the things that thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her. Left of days is in her right hand. And in her left hand is riches and honor. Her ways are the ways of pleasantness. And all her paths are peace. People who are warlike, quarreling, always quarreling and fighting some finding something to quarrel about and have a grudge and hate somebody about are not full of wisdom 
A man of wisdom is a man of mercy. A man of wisdom is a man of peace. A man of wisdom is a man of forgiveness. Those who go to war are often not wise. You can ask anybody who knows the history of war. Alright? So I am saying to you that wisdom is more important than money. And that is why God tries often to give to us wisdom. But we often don't want it. What we want from God is something else. We want from God um, money. And we want from God miracles. You see, but let me tell you something. If you are in the gutter of poverty, right? And you want to come out of the gutter of poverty. I can give you some money and you will come out. But after a few days, you will just go back into the gutter of poverty. I will come there after three months and find you in the same place of poverty. I can give you some more money and bring you out and redeem you and pull you out of poverty. I could even buy a car for you and give it to you to drive. But without wisdom, after a short while, you find yourself going right back into that place of poverty. And I'm going to need to come back to you and minister to you more money. But I know something the Bible says is better than rubies. Because it has more power than money. It has more power than, than, than any amount of gold and silver. And that is wisdom. It has the power to take you out and to keep you out. It's not enough to come out of poverty. Bam, I'm out. Anybody who doesn't have wisdom will not know that. Look, the Bible says riches do not endure forever. <laughs> Anybody who is rich or who is blessed will know that it's not forever. The Bible says riches do not endure forever. You may be on top today. But you'll be surprised that tomorrow somebody else will come and then you may be down. Many, many places that were on top yet in the days gone by are no more. On top. There are discos and so on which used to be the place where everybody went. Places like a gondola. Pussycat. You didn't go to Pussycat? Wato Club. Cave. Keteke and so on. These were the places that, you know, were, were on top. Even places that are a bit milder, like bus stop and others. Other places have come to supersede them. Today, rarely do I hear anybody telling me that he's going to bus stop. But I hear people saying they're going to Papaye. And where? Steers. And Nando's. And when Steers came, they thought they had arrived. But Nando's also came. And perhaps soon we are going to see McDonald's. And so, ladies and gentlemen, it is not a matter of having the money or having some amount of riches. You people are feeling hot, eh? Now, when you find yourself, you generate heat. So, as soon as you put it down, your body begins to sweat because of the heat generated by the fanning. So, it's a vicious cycle and you can never stop fanning. You get it? So, that's wisdom. But anyway, it's up to you. Feel free, whatever you want to do. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you still around? Alright. Now, I am saying this that, this, so therefore, when God comes to us, one of the first things he comes and ministers to us by his spirit is the spirit of, is the spirit of God, which is the spirit of wisdom. Even look at the gifts of the spirit, wisdom, 
Wisdom. Now you see in Africa, we love inspiration more than information. We want to be inspired and motivated. We want to go away feeling lifted up. But not knowing anything new. The difference between us in Africa and the white man is what the white man knows. That is the difference between people. It's what they know. Even in the bank. Those who wear uniform and stand at the counter collecting your 5,000 and 10,000. And those who are behind them, whom you'd never see. Who earn 20, 30 times more than the people who are sitting at the counter. is the things they know and the examinations they have passed because of what they know. That's the difference. It is not anything else. It's just the knowledge. And the certificate is proof of knowledge. Your certificate, your MBA, your degree is the proof of your knowledge. It's proof, certificate of knowledge. That is what takes you forward in this life. And so we as Christians, you see, you, you must understand something, even as we approach Easter, that the thief on the cross did not need to have the wisdom of God to live. He just needed the mercy of God to get to heaven. So he did not need anything. He did not need any phanerosis convention. He did not need any church services. He just needed the mercy of God. But those of us who are alive and are not on the cross about to go to heaven, we need the wisdom of God to make us succeed on this earth. And we need the wisdom of God to make us go forward in this life and succeed. The Bible says length of days. And this convention, you are going to go home with two hands full. I said two hands are going to be full as you go home. One hand is going to be length of days. And the other hand is riches and honor. Hallelujah. The Bible says happy is the man that findeth her. Her ways are the ways of pleasantness. Her ways are the ways of peace. That comes from the spirit of God. The spirit of God is the spirit of wisdom. The spirit of excellence. The spirit of knowledge. The spirit of counsel. The spirit of understanding. The spirit that makes you a learned man. The spirit that makes you read. And that makes you study. That's the spirit of God. Now, the big question. How many want wisdom? (laughs) Are you sure you want wisdom? Are you sure? Are you sure? I'm going to give you three ways to get wisdom. And when I give you three ways to get wisdom, I'll show you one more key. And then we'll be on our way. And we'll continue tomorrow. Amen. Three ways to get wisdom. Number one. Three ways by which you can have wisdom. Now, again, when I say it, I know many of you will say, Oh, are you sure? Is there no other way? Is there no other way? Hmm? Number one, wisdom comes from the word of God. Wisdom comes from the word of God. The more of the word of God you have, the more of wisdom you have. The less of the word of God, the more of a fool you are. The less of the scriptures you know, the higher. So it is up, it's down, down is up. More scripture, more wisdom. Now, 
Psalm 119. Notice verse 98. It says, Oh, how I love thy law. Verse 97. It is my meditation once a year. Psalm 119, verse 97. Psalm 119, verse number 97. Have you found Psalm 119? All right. Notice. Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation. All the day. What is the law? The word of God. Verse 98. Thou through thy commandments. Has made me more foolish. Has made me what? Wiser. Than mine enemies. For they are ever. With me. Verse 99. I have more understanding. Than all my teachers. Why? Why does he have more understanding than all his teachers? For thy testimonies are my meditation. Verse 100. I understand more than the ancients. In other words, older people. I know even more than elderly people. Why? Because I keep thy precepts. Amen. So the more of the wisdom you have, the more of the word of God you have, the more wisdom you have. Can I have an amen? Amen. Amen? Amen. The second one, the second way by which you can have wisdom is to obey God. And you notice in verse 3, verse 100 of Psalm uh, 119 verse 100. It says, I have more, I understand more than the ancients because I keep thy precepts. Because I obey thy precepts. Because you obey the word of God, you have more understanding than even elder, older people. How many of you think that sometimes when I speak, I sound older than I really am? Raise up your right hand. Raise up your right hand. I myself, I don't feel that I am my age. Seriously. Sometimes when I mention my age, I'm surprised. Yeah. And and let me tell you something. Since I finished medical school, the main thing that I have been studying is the word of God. The word of God is the principal source of wisdom. You see, let me tell you something. Millionaires. Rich countries, the western countries, the white man has used the principles from the Bible to build and to develop. I will show it to you. If I could preach till midnight, I could preach till midnight about this thing. The white man has used God's word. He has taken the principles out of the word and he's using them. But he has left the, hu- the person of Jesus Christ out of the thing. And has used the principles that are in the word. And he's using them and it's becoming greater and greater and greater. 
And we, the black man, have taken the person of Christ, thinking that we are the thief on the cross and have left the wisdom out. That we are not also going to heaven right now. We are here for some time. So we need also those principles so that we can also go higher and succeed and do well on this earth, in this life, before we get to heaven. Hallelujah. Jesus said, Jesus said, this day I will be with you in paradise. But are you going to be in paradise today? Not this day. God willing, not today. But later on. So till the later on, you need the principles of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. These are the daughters of glorious Jesus. So, you are welcome. Hallelujah. Now, are you listening to me? Are you there? Are you in the church? I am trying to show you how to get wisdom. You see, many people think that when they are studying the Bible, they are becoming more spiritual. They get it. And it's like, on this earth, they, they don't need to be so spiritual. They need wisdom and other things to help them in life. But they don't know that the Bible is actually the greatest source of wisdom. That the more you study, look, I'll tell you something. Me, I don't read these secular books on success. Secular success, uh, how to make it to the top, and how to go and uh, whatever positive thinking. I don't read all those things. I don't read all those things. How to win. <laughs> and, and, and those kind of books on, on success and thinking. I, I'm, 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 not, I'm not into those things. It's not, I don't, they don't interest me. It's not my, you see, those things are human craftiness. Cleverness. Human cleverness. Ah, thank God for those things, but I'm not into that. The wisdom of God will take you further than any of those human, clever, crafty schemes. <laughs> Amen. No, are, you, are you listening to me? Philosophy and whatnot and whatnot and whatnot. You know, I am not into all those things. I'm not against and I'm, I don't think that it's wrong per se to read any of those. You can read them if you want to. But I'm telling you that the word of God is the greatest source of wisdom for all of us. And we are believers. The word, let me tell you, if you ask the lawyers, you read Leviticus, Exodus, and you will find the, the laws that fill our law books today. Jurisprudence, equity, uh, thoughts, the law of thoughts, the law of family law, the law of contract. They are all there. I've not been to law school, but I can see contracts. If you borrow somebody's ox, and when you go, the ox falls into uh, what you call it and dies, you will repay him this and you do that and so on. But if when you were taking it, the thing was already sick, before you took it, then you will compensate him different. I mean, all these are the laws that are there. And the people have taken the, the laws are derived from these things. Oh yes. Oh yes. The word of God. So I'll tell you something. Those of you who have the word of God far away. Look, the word of God will make you wise. It will make you know how to relate. You see, it's one of the main things that the word of God will teach you. 
is to forgive. Oh yes. Most of us are confused in this life because we cannot forgive. We don't know the wisdom of God in forgiving. Remember the story of the man, the rich man who forgave his servant and then his servant went out and saw somebody who owed him a small amount. He didn't forgive him. Most of our life is that train. We are just not forgiving people resulting in other lack of mercy coming from above for us. Our whole lives are confused in that way because of the, that chain that we are always in. When you read the Bible, you will disconnect yourself from the, that chain of being disapproved from a higher authority. Oh yes. But pe- most people don't know. Most people don't know. Many may people think that if you are fasting, okay, if you do this and you sell this and you buy this thing and then you sell it, you make so much and then when you do this and you invest in that, you make, people think that that is wisdom. Oh man. Wisdom is from God. In fact, the Bible says the beginning of wisdom is the fear of God. In other words, if you can make a plane, if you can build a car and you don't know God, you are a fool. Direct from the Bible, Psalm 14 verse 1. If you can build a Toyota, you can build Mitsubishi and you don't know God, you are a fool. Tell them I said it. I can defend it. This is my book. The spirit of God is the spirit of wisdom and understanding and counsel and might and knowledge. That's the spirit of God. That's the spirit of God. That's the anointing. When somebody says the spirit and anointing is upon him, he is full of the spirit of understanding, wisdom, counsel, knowledge, wisdom. Those are the things that are upon his life. Somebody who is really anointed, who has really the spirit of God upon him, he's full of all those things. But people don't know. You see, let me tell you something. We are all young. We are growing. Soon you will see. Some things which you see today, you won't see tomorrow. After some time, some things which are very impressive will, will, impressive will not be there. And only certain things will, will live on. We are young. We are growing. But you will see it. A lot of things that look, hey, 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 hey. After a while, they will not be there. They are impressive and they look very, you know, uh, 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 intimidating. But a, while, a time will come and it will be gone. Many people who look rich, look at even the way NBC went out. Oh yes, who would have thought that NBC would go out? Who would have thought two weeks before the time that NBC can lose? But today they are gone. We no more see all these Spiel Gabres and uh, Vice President Mills and Tony Edus and Rollinses and E.T. Menses and whatnot. We don't see all those people anymore. Ah! In a moment, they are gone. So ladies and gentlemen, the spirit of wisdom can make you last, outlast impressive things. Oh yes. Anybody who builds his business on politics, you don't have wisdom. You don't have wisdom. Oh yes. Oh yes. And so many other things are not wisdom. That we think are wisdom. Because this guy looks fast. He looks smart. He didn't go to school, but look at where he is. There's nothing like that. <laughs> he didn't go to school, but he... You don't, so it means you don't have to go to school. Make, you, you think it's like that? There is nothing... The person may not go to school, but you don't know the amount of knowledge, amount of learning and sacrifice that he has to go through. I feel strongly. 
that God wants to impart during this final rose is a manifestation of that supernatural wisdom and knowledge and understanding and counsel and take away from us foolishness and things that are not wisdom from God so that our lives will be different so that we will be we will be at a higher level you see some some listen you, you know why people have some people have difficulty in this because you see there are some people in the church who look like they are very wise you know they are very full of wisdom and they are not spiritual it's like when they say lift up your hands it's like they are the wise people in the church you get what I'm saying? When we say dance before the Lord, it's like they they they, they don't they can't dance. Well, when, when, when we say prayer meeting, they, they can't pray. They are just you know like some kind of wise. They are the wise men. They have counsel, wisdom, understanding. You know, so it's like that has been separated from spirituality. You see, but oh dear church, the beginning, the first beginning of wisdom is the fear of God, the inclusion of God. And the things of God, the spirituality and all those things is a sign of wisdom. It's, a, it's the first sign of wisdom. But the person prayed. You see, wisdom will make you read your Bible. Wisdom will make you, wisdom will tell you to pray. Wisdom will tell you to fear God, that it depends on God. So you will bow down your knee because you fear God. You will pray because you fear God. You will do the work of God. The Bible says that he that winneth souls is wise. The, those who are wise, they have wisdom to make you do the work of God. He that winneth souls is wise. He they that will turn many to righteousness and many from, from darkness to the light. Shall, they shall be wise. Daniel 12, 3. Wise people shall turn many from darkness to light. So wisdom will make you work for God. Wisdom will make you fear God. Wisdom will make you pray. Wisdom will make you read your Bible because you know that is the source. Wisdom. So many people think that the wise people in the church are those who are just quiet. They don't say anything. When they lift up your hands. Shall we worship the Lord? Oh, the a finger, one finger. Oh. Cool, they're very cool. Then it's like everybody asks them for their opinion. Anytime there's a meeting, they will be asked, so what do you think? Because they are, you know, and you know what we are asking them? You know why we ask them? We are not asking them because we are wise, they are wise. We are asking them because we are intimidated by their quietness. Anybody who is quiet makes you ask him a question because you want him to talk. What are you thinking about? It's not because he's wise, it's because he's quiet. There's a difference between wisdom and quietness. I said there's a difference between wisdom and quietness. The fact that you are quiet does not mean you are wise. You may be a very moody person, that is why you are quiet. I feel that God wants to impart unto us the spirit of wisdom. Throughout this time, you are going to discover. That's why I said that by the end of this convention, I say, how many believe it? You, you go with your two hands. One is going to be something, the Bible says, in the right hand, length of days. That is, your days will be long. Do you know that foolishness makes you die early sometimes? Do you know that sometimes sin makes you die early? You know that, and all those things are wisdom. Wisdom will keep you away. That was a, that was a length of days. Is in her right hand. Staying in the will of God is in the right hand. I remember one, one time, I, you know, I, I believe I'm supposed to be in the ministry. I don't think I have, a, I have a choice. I feel that if I leave the ministry, I will die. Oh, seriously. I feel that if I go out of the ministry, I won't, I won't live much longer. Oh, yes. I think that I won't, la- I won't last long. 
God will just say, okay, if you don't want it anymore, come. <laughs> Wisdom will make you stay where you're supposed to stay. The fear of God, I'm going to show you seven things that are equal to the fear of God. <laughs> but not today. <laughs> I was talking to one pastor friend, he told me, I said, why did you become full-time? He's an architect. He said, I feel that if I don't come full-time, I'll die. I said, welcome. Paul said, woe is me if I preach not the gospel. Trouble for me. Wisdom will give you length of days in your right hand. And wisdom, which is greater than money, will give you riches and honor. Not riches and disgrace. But honor. Respect. How many want to be respected? There are several of you here. Nobody has saluted you before. But I see people beginning to salute you in Jesus' name. I see people beginning to honor you. I said, I welcome, sir. Well, no, so there are many of you, nobody has said, sir, or madam. How many here, nobody has said, sir, to you before? Raise up your hand. Begin to receive it in Jesus' name. People shall, people shall say, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, Amasa. The anointing of supernatural wisdom. It comes from the word of God. And I know that it's not easy to read the Bible. That is why God gave us teachers who wrote books, who, who made tapes, who preached tapes for you to understand what I'm preaching now. When you go and read your Bible, you have been reading Proverbs 3 always. You don't see all these things. You get what I'm saying? So you are hearing the thing on the tape. Stop the tape and take your Bible and read the Proverbs 3. That's your quiet time for today. That's all. Then you have started reading the Bible. Then you started reading the Bible too. Just take your Bible. Stop the tape now. If the tape is still playing now, you are not wise. Stop it now. And take your Bible and read the verse that I am reading to you. The spirit of counsel. As the prodigal son was going out. Leave me alone. His uncle said, relax. This is your father. I, I, stop what you are doing. I don't care. You will care. And he cared. He cared one day. He cared. Care came. He cared. As time went on, he cared. You will care. Counsel. I beg you. To become a Bible student. I am not talking about motivational wisdom keys for success. I'm talking about the real wisdom. Real wisdom includes God always. It includes thinking. Wisdom will make you fear and believe and revere. I checked the meaning of that word fear from the Hebrew. It means to revere. It means to have God in awe. To respect God and to have God as somebody, somebody you, you really respect and fear and honor and revere. That's what it means to fear God. Doesn't mean that you are afraid that when he's coming, you run. No. That fear will make you pray. That fear will make you read. To find out what he said. What did he say? What did he say? What did he say? What did he say about this situation? What did he say about life? What did he say about marriage? Most people cannot survive in marriage. Most people are just existing. What did he say? 
What did he say about love? What did he say about forgiveness? What did he say in his word about wisdom? Find out and let your life change. Live longer. Papa Hagen was talking about pastors. He was talking to pastors and he said, many of you will die. Papa Hagen, they are just life and death. These are the two options. He said, many of you will die if you don't treat your wives properly. Oh yeah. Amen. Are you listening to me? Wisdom will come from the word of God. Number two. Wisdom will come. Oh, number three. Wisdom will come when a man of God lays hands on you. Turn with me to Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 34. And we want to read from verse 1. And Moses went up from the plains of Moab into the mountains of Nebo to the top of Pisgah, that is over against Jericho. And the Lord showed him all the land of Gilead and to Dan and all Naphtali and the land of Ephraim and Manasseh and all the land of Judah unto the utmost sea and the south and the plain of the valley of Jericho, the city of palm trees unto Zoah. Verse 4. And the Lord said unto him, This is the land which I swear unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob, saying, I will give it unto thy seed. I have caused thee to see it with thine eyes, but thou shalt not go over thither. Verse 5 of Deuteronomy chapter 34. And if you are listening to the tape and you are wise, you will take your Bible and read it. And you will also have your quiet time with Deuteronomy chapter 34. If you haven't had your quiet time today, pastors and leaders, please read the Bible. It will make you wise. Amen. Verse verse 5. So Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab, according to the word of the Lord. And he buried him in a valley in the land of Moab, over against Beth Peor. But no man knoweth of his sepulcher unto this day. And Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eye was not dim, nor his natural force abated. In other words, he was still very strong. Verse 8. And the children of Israel wept for Moses in the plains of Moab 30 days. So the days of weeping and mourning for Moses were ended. Verse 9. And Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom. Colon. For or because Moses had laid his hands upon him. And the children of Israel hearkened unto him. And did as the Lord commanded Moses. Hallelujah. How many realize that Joshua was full of wisdom? Wisdom. Wisdom. To win battles. 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 How many want to win the battles in your life? How many have fought any battles in your life? And you want God to help you to win a battle. Is there anybody here who wants something to help you to win a battle? This evening. Anointing for winning battles. Anointing for victory. Anointing for coming out of poverty and staying out of poverty. Not, not, not anointing for a miracle to pull you out of the hole. 
but anointing that will make you stay out of the hole and stay walking in. Oh yes, Father, thank you. By the end of this convention, several of you are going to be holding the wisdom that is going to take you into millions and billions, into stability, into honor, into many blessings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wisdom will guarantee you victory in every battle. Hallelujah. Turn with me to Ecclesiastes chapter 9. And that's the last verse we are reading as we close this evening. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 18. Wisdom is better than weapons of war. Wisdom is better than weapons of war. Father, thank you for your word tonight. Thank you for your spirit tonight. Thank you for the manifestation of your spirit of wisdom, understanding, knowledge, peace. Peace. How many want peace? Peace. How many want peace? The peace from God. I feel God giving you that peace. Hallelujah. The beginning of your wisdom is the fear and the respect for God and the things of God. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands to the Lord. I want us to stay where we are. We are not going to be here for long. It's just 8 o'clock, 8.15. Be in the presence of the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, wonderful Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Like like the woman at the well, I was seeking for things that could not satisfied but then I draw from that well well I go at the well I was I was seeking for things that could not satisfy. For things that could not satisfy. But then I had my Draw from that well. Lift up your hand and sing it to my cup.
Fill my cup, Lord, tonight. Fill my cup, Lord. Fill my cup, Lord, fill my cup, Lord. I will Just ask the Lord for the spirit of wisdom right now. Ask the Lord to anoint you. Ask the Lord to anoint you with the spirit of God. The spirit of the Lord. The spirit of the Lord is the spirit of wisdom. The spirit of the Lord is the spirit of wisdom. The way you think, the way you analyze, the way you decide, how you decide. Thank you, Lord. Fill my cup, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Spirit of wisdom. Spirit of wisdom. Spirit of knowledge. Spirit of counsel. Spirit of counsel. Oh, spirit of wisdom that is better, superior to rubies, to wealth. Oh, Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Just look at me for a moment. Wisdom is the way you are thinking, how you analyze. Did you get that? Way you judge. That's wisdom. Somebody, somebody sees that and he says something else. Somebody sees this and he decides this. May God give you that way of thinking, that ability to judge decide for life is better than any amount of money it will keep you above money money will always be your servant money will always work for you and you will never lack money lay hands on yourself right now and just ask God for that way of thinking 
that way of thinking kramba so shebreke krebusa parvaladiri ste pa feleno kaste feibele dorasta baranele breste beche bredeste ke belendere revedere revede oh yes lord yes lord mayo daraba baralonda le breselejo paradire balambara bavada what a healing jesus you are lord what a healing jesus you are Oh yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord The Bible says if anyone lack wisdom let him ask If anyone lack wisdom let him ask What a healing Jesus I find in you Thank him right now just lift your hand and thank him for wisdom What a healing Jesus physical bodies of every disease and every infirmity and every power of darkness that is in operation against your life i sense there are some people here satan has decided to kill you before your time but god is restoring and healing you tonight by the power of the holy ghost and right now by the spirit of wisdom just lift up your hand and reach out and say lord just minister to me minister and heal me lord heal me oh lord and i shall be healed touch me oh lord and i shall be touched lift up your hand and say lord come into my heart tonight lord come into my mind tonight lord come into my body tonight lord come into my emotions tonight lord come into my being lord heal me oh lord and i shall be healed lord touch me lord i shall be touched oh lord mago kamala sobrolera balobra sandele bereke 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 halosta balade bereke bereke balamorelele 
We worship you, Father, because you are the God that heals. You are the God that heals. Right now, if you sense the Spirit of God is moving strongly upon you, just come to the front from wherever you are. If you sense something that unusual is happening to you, the Spirit of God is moving on you, just come to the front. Other than that, just stay where you are. Oh, you are the Lord that healeth me. You are the You're not well in any part of your body, just place your hand over there. The Lord are taking place. Miracles are taking place. Miracles are taking place. I am the Lord. I am the Lord. If you sense the Spirit of God is moving upon you, just come to the front. Thank you, Lord, for your mighty power. Thank you, Lord, for your healing. Thank you, Lord, for your anointing. Thank you, Lord, for the anointing. Everywhere, everywhere in this room, just lay your hands on any part of your body where you feel any illness. Maybe it's been there for a long time. I just want you to just lay your hands there. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Give me some oil. Father, thank you for healings right now. Somebody being healed of migraine headaches. Receive it. Somebody earlier was healed of a lump in the breast. Just receive it. Where's my horn? Father, thank you for your anointing. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
receive it. Spirit of wisdom. Spirit of wisdom. Spirit of wisdom. Spirit of wisdom. Shambhala. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the spirit of wisdom. The Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the spirit of wisdom. Let me. Thank you, Lord, for the spirit of wisdom, Lord. Take it. Wisdom. Right now, place your hand on your body. In any part of your body that you are not well, just want to pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, diseases are going to disappear. Somebody is being healed in, a, in the back. Place your hand there. Begin to move your back right now. The pain is gone. Receive it. Somebody with a heart disease, God is healing you right now. Receive your healing in the name of Jesus. Somebody being healed in the eyes. I speak to those eyes. I command those eyes to be normalized. I command miracles in Jesus' name. In no other name but the name of Jesus Christ. I command demons to come out of people. Somebody here who is being inhabited and controlled by demons. God is losing you now in Jesus' name. Be loosed and be healed and be set free right now. Receive it wherever you are. Receive it wherever you are. Anybody being inhabited by devils, God is healing you right now. In Jesus' name. Somebody's being healed in the stomach, in any part of your body. Father, right now, we thank you for healings. Healings. Healing. HIV is being healed. Sexually transmitted disease are being healed. Liver disease are being healed. Receive healing everywhere. Mental disease. Receive healing. Depression. In Jesus' name. Unforgiveness. Hatred. God is healing. All those are diseases. There are diseases which kill. Receive it right now, wherever you are, in the name of Jesus. Mando kabaramade. Mando kabaramade. In Jesus' name, we command every power, every disease, every weapon, every illness to break right now. We cast it out. I command healing in Jesus' name. Receive your miracle right now, wherever you are. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Be healed in your knees. Be healed in your leg. Be healed in your abdomen. Be healed in your waist. Be healed in your chest. Be healed in every part right now. Some of you may feel like a heat. Sometimes the healing anointing is like a heat. Some of you may feel like a heat, a warmth going through your body. Just receive it right now. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. Begin to thank him right now. For he's a healing Jesus. He's a healing Jesus. Lift up your hand, everyone, and just thank him. Thank him right now. What a healing Jesus to restore, refresh, refresh. 
presence of the Lord. Can we all be standing on our feet please in a moment? In the presence of the Lord. God does wonderful miracles every time. Thank you Jesus. I would like to tell you what I think of Jesus. I found in him a friend so kind and true. I would like to tell you how he changed my life completely. He has done what nobody else could ever do. Oh, no one ever cares for me like Jesus. There's no other friend. There's no other friend. So kind and true. No one else can take that sickness from my life today. Oh, how much He cares for me. So lift up your hands, everybody, and sing it. Hallelujah. Lift your voice to him and let it be controlled by him. And the Holy Ghost himself shall come and fill you and refuse his love afresh in you again. No one ever cares like Jesus, there's no other friend, there's no other friend so kind as him. No one else can take that sickness from your life today. Oh, how much he cares. 
I just every eye closed if you sense that God has touched you God has healed you tonight maybe you came with a sickness you came with a problem sense that God has healed you tonight not that you are believing in the future but right now you can sense that something has happened God has healed you I want you to just raise up your right hand just raise up your right hand up high God bless you lift it up high so I can see from where I am alright if you sense that God has healed you tonight just lift up your right hand high not that you are believing in the future but right now as you stand here you can sense that something has happened something happened when Jesus touched me and you can feel that something has happened in your body or your life or whatever just lift up your right hand God bless you all those who've lifted up your hands wherever you are upstairs on the balconies behind I want you to come to the front those in front here can go back to your seats and those of you who've lifted your hand just come from wherever come to me here I want to take a few testimonies and just pray with you all right just come everybody should keep standing as they come and um, I'll let you sit down and we'll be closing in five minutes hallelujah today is the first night just come all the way to the front if you sense that God has healed you right there can I have my people who usually help me this way just come from wherever you are if you sense that God has healed you you lifted up your hand God has touched you God has healed you come we want to be wise and God bless you somebody with a lump in the breast I want you to check if you haven't checked if you are not one of those coming come come to the front come from those upstairs we're waiting for you alright any more doctors to help me my people my medical team yeah those coming from upstairs yeah just come all the way to the front great thank you very much how many believe that by the time you leave this place God is going to do something wonderful and I believe how many feel that God has already begun to do something powerful in your life you know even if you don't come forward to testify I know that God is touching many people here and in these few days amen he's a healing Jesus a healing Jesus for you those healing stripes were laid he's a healing Jesus a healing Jesus mm. right now right now his power is flowing away and as you are calling Listen, 
You can receive wisdom by what? So before we, we haven't closed. We'll continue tomorrow. We close on Friday. He thought it was tonight. Lift up your hand and receive the last blessing. Take in a deep breath and receive the anointing. Receive the anointing. Receive the anointing. Receive wisdom. See yourself beginning to think in a different way. Analyze in a different way. To judge in a different way. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for Jesus, a healing Jesus for you. Those healing stripes were laid. Thank him right now. He's a healing Jesus. Thank him right now. He's healing your marriage. He's healing your life. Healing your finances. Right now. His power is flowing your way. Just receive it right now. And as you are calling, His glory is falling. In His name, taking a deep breath right now. Cannot stay. He's a healing Jesus. Sing that part again. He's a, He's a healing Jesus. Oh yes, thank you. Thank him right now. Lift him up. He's healing you of foolishness. He's healing you of lack of wisdom, lack of thinking in the right way. He's healing of thinking like a rebel, thinking like Judas. He's a healing. Right now, his car is flowing away. Oh, yes, Lord. And as you were calling, his glory is falling. Oh, yes. Father, we want to thank you so much for this evening. Thank you for the spirit of wisdom and excellence, counsel, understanding, power, and might. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that every one of us is going out of this place with a touch of that wisdom. Thank you, Lord, that as we begin this convention, Lord, by Friday, we thank you that in our right hand shall be length of days, and in our left hand shall be riches and honor. In Jesus' name, we thank you. And everyone said, Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering and a shout. Give the Lord a shout. Give the Lord a shout. Give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated.
How many are glad you came for Phanerosis day one? Phanerosis day two, three, four, five. Amos, are you here? Is Amos here? I want to pray for you. Yeah. Come, let me pray for you. Give me some oil. God is going to give you wisdom to win. Lift up your hands. Father, anoint this one, Lord, to win and to succeed. Cause him to be blessed and allow him to be blessed more than all his compatriots, Lord. Thank you for your favor and your blessing upon his life from today. Thank you for wisdom, Lord. Wisdom with length of days in the right hand and riches and honor in the left. Thank you for your favor and your great blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.